You're listening to another great episode of We Speak Dispatch, sponsored by our friends at Watson. Welcome, everybody, to another fantastic episode of We Speak Dispatch. We actually just started talking about our topic with our guest, Quint, here, and we decided we better actually start to introduce this. <laughs> everybody here, it's around the Christmas time and New Year's, so whenever Ooh. you're listening to this, Merry Christmas, hope you had a great Christmas and a Happy New Year, or welcome to 2024, depending on when this airs. <laughs> one of those, hopefully. All the above. Our whole yeah. crew here tonight uh, to join Quint. So Quint, why don't you take a little bit of time and tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure, sure. I'm Quint Andre. Uh, I'm the Enterprise uh, Solutions Manager for Watson Consoles. Uh, which is uh, really a jack of all trades title. <laughs> Basically, I'm, I'm the guy that, you know, it, it, they rely on a lot of my experience. I've been doing this for almost 30 years in the public safety industry. So I've seen a lot. I've heard a lot. I've, I've been part of a lot. So I'm kind of the the uh, jack of all trades guy, right? You know, if, if they need help with something, I'm the guy, right? So, um, you know, and I've enjoyed every year that I've been in this market, right? And every, and every year is a different year. And every year is, is a new challenge. And every year as you see something new, it's always ever evolving. And it's it's an incredible place to be with incredible people. And it's just, a, it's, a, it's a fun place to be. And, you know, and so, you know, as you just reintroduce, you know, some of the things <laughs> we were talking about are just some of the things that have made a major impact in 2023 and some of the things that are, are, long time coming right so i'm glad to see them some, some of them coming so absolutely we're glad to have you tonight one of the things that i want to say is that uh watson councils is a proud supporter of our podcast here at yes. we speak dispatch so Yay, thank you, to you. Councils for supporting this message that goes out and if you haven't checked them out for furniture needs in your 911 center make sure that you do that and look at up watson councils because we appreciate their continued support and quint wanted to join us tonight and he kind of said, we want to talk about three things. And I heard these three things. And I said, Quint, to myself, I said, Quint, our episodes are normally 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he wanted to talk about uh, staffing. He wanted to talk about mental health and the well-being of 911 dispatchers. And he wanted to talk about technology changes and new technologies facing 911 centers today. Uh, so I think we're just going to kind of real quickly touch on each one of these subjects, but they could each be uh, much longer episodes. Yeah. Uh, each so episode. Uh, when it comes to uh, mental health, uh, we have our expert with us, Glenna, tonight. So, Glenna, why don't you talk about something that 911 centers are facing when it comes to mental health? Well, like we were talking just before we started recording uh, about video technology. So, um, it, it's funny because somebody said, oh, no, I don't want that. I don't want that. It, sorry, it's already here. And whether you want it or not, it's not only available, but it's it's almost being forced on dispatch centers because there's there's real-time crime center, there's, you know, all of the technology that's integrated into your CAD system. Um, so it's there and you have to prepare for it. Yeah. What I want to touch on, what I think is so important when, when Quint was talking about this, we always talk to dispatchers. Leslie's making fun of me, I think. We, we always talk to dispatchers about being prepared and, and being resilient. But in this case, it's just plain irresponsible of any manager or any uh, supervisor to be installing this software, to be demanding that their dispatchers are watching and listening and being responsible for all this video footage and not keeping their mental health and wellness in the forefront of their mind. Mm -hmm. So for every piece of technology that has this video uh, input, 
make sure that just as much effort is being put into the dispatchers themselves for being able to handle that. Because yeah. you're not going to have one if you can't do the other. Well, you know what's funny is, is uh, I, just, I just taught a week long of class in New York State. And I asked every single day I was there, it was, you're talking probably close to 100 people, is mm -hmm. do you guys have a peer support thing in place? So many of them were just like, no, no, we don't. And yep. I'm like, it's just unfortunate that they don't. And I told them, could you at least look into it getting something started? It's like, yeah, it, it is a valuable purpose. I think a lot of people don't think it is, but it really is. So, well, yeah. I, mean, I, mean, I mean, we've just seen over the last two years where it's become a major focus for, you know, mental health, health and wellness and the ability to get resources. It's just really mm -hmm. started the last couple of years to get some major no notice within the industry. And now we're introducing the new technologies, uh, you know, as Glenna was talking about with, with video and with photography, you know, photos and video being able to now be part of this. So now we've added another layer, which now mm -hmm. even makes the mental health part of things even more important, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. as we were talking before we got kind of on the air, we've all seen what can what kind of impact just a phone call can have on somebody mm -hmm. in your incident but then you add these other layers on it and we're just adding an additional weight onto these folks that they have to have the ability to get some resources to get some help with yeah. absolutely and yeah. leslie i know you work in the industry where uh video is part of the product that uh you guys deal with once in a while so can you just elaborate on maybe how that works to maybe that somebody that doesn't have video in the 911 center and kind of just tell us how video works in the 911 center sure so um and this is just my experience i can't speak for all the vendors out there but um certainly the the company that i work with being very mindful of all of the things that y'all have brought up, that there has to be some level of supervisory enablement so that it's not going to be, I answer a call and I'm inundated with these images, that permissions are set and things are created in such a way that if I'm a, a call taker and I'm talking to somebody on the phone and they're telling me about an incident that I then can solicit for them to then send me video. So it's it's not it's not, you know, I, I pick up a phone and, into your call. Right. And and I'm immediately seeing it. So so there's that factor. And I think in in a broader sense, what all of this this conversation that we're having about being short staffed and dispatched and and mental uh you know well-being for our employees plus the technology that's coming, I think we're we're truly at a cusp of looking at what the role of a today's telecommunicator, whatever that label is for you, but what that looks like. I, I, I can see within the next five to 10 years that you're going to see call takers, you're going to see radio dispatchers, and you're going to see data analysts that mm -hmm. are independent of maybe a real-time crime center because that, that may have some other responsibility. But I really think that the profession of public safety employee is going to expand to allow some of these things to come into the center. Because I agree with Quint and I agree with Glenna and everybody here that putting the extra expectations of analyzing video and looking at all these things while trying to process incoming 911 calls on your 16th hour because you got held over, that's not mm -hmm. feasible. 
Um, so I do think that the profession as a whole needs to be prepared for, like Glenna said, it's not coming, it's here. And so what can we do as a profession to start to build in those opportunities? And for a lot of our employees, this is going to be an opportunity for growth. This is an opportunity yes. for promotion because maybe you work at a comm center where there's not a supervisor position and you're just a dispatcher. We all hate that, yeah. that phrase, but because of technology, because of these things that are happening, there may be opportunities for you to now move into a completely different role that maybe we hadn't thought about before. And John, you worked at a large comm center. What did you see in uh, your comm center when it came to new technology or cutting technology that was on the horizon? Total embrace that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we did not, during my tenure, we did not have video or pictures, media able to be received. So we didn't even have oh, really? uh, systems where we could initiate or solicit that type of information. The closest we had is text to 911, but that was not able to, that was not able to be video or photos kind of thing. As right. They would just be blocked if someone tried to send. Right. John, so, can you wrap your head around the fact that you would be seeing things in live feed? You know, can like a little bit. What, what do you uh, think? What is your thought process like? Knowing how calls come in, talk us through what you would think, or like if you can even wrap your brain around that. Okay, so <laughs> I don't. I on for me, I would take it all. I, I probably wouldn't shy away from it. I've heard a lot mm -hmm. of pros and cons about it, and this discussion is probably hasn't been there, but I'll throw it out there that additional medium of video could put closure to mm -hmm. four yes. people that is not there now operating in a blind environment. Having right. not operated under the headset in that manner, I'm not a fair person to say, hey, how was how do you feel now versus before video? Do you, do you feel like right. you're yeah. getting closure? I don't have that experience, um, right. but from a from someone who truly liked the change, I like new phone systems. I like the mm -hmm. new CAD system. I like bringing on um, systems that unfortunately didn't integrate with those, but we had as additional resources. I was one of the lone rangers that everyone else was like, "Oh hell no!" And I'm like, "Well, right, it's not that big of a deal, kind of thing." Right. I probably would be one of the few that would accept it. Yeah, when I, I want to throw it back at the industry. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I just want to throw it back to you, Quint, and say, oh. go ahead. I was going to say, <laughs> touch on that a bit, in, but in this industry, years ago, I, I had a director at a comm center who told me one of the things that stuck with me forever. He said, the only thing that dispatchers hate more than change is things to stay the same. Yeah. 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 He knows dispatchers well. In years yeah. and years and years, because they hate change for the most part but they also mm -hmm. hate to stay where they're at and so you just got that constant struggle i i think the new technology the media stuff is going to have challenges at different levels right folks that have been in the industry for a really long time are going to view it in one viewpoint people that have been in it for a few years are going to view it in a different way and then the people who are coming in new and fresh are also yeah. going to see it in a completely sure. different way oh yeah yeah and oh, yeah. i think that's going to be part of the challenge is some of them are really going to accept it. Some of them are not going to accept it. And mm -hmm. some of them are really just going to struggle where I'm concerned with it is 
it's already a lot and we're already dealing with the staffing challenges which is one of the other things we're talking about yeah and it's hard to get people in the door it's hard to retain people it's it's hard to to deal with all of the things that are that and then you add an additional stress and some different okay. dynamics to things and i i'm nervous on how that's going to impact things right more well, things i've heard more and deal with more when we're already struggling right and I, that, think, I think leslie had it right um i think when it comes to the new technology the video the pictures whatever I think the education part of having to accept mm -hmm. that into your call is what would be vital because if mm -hmm. you tell, because right now people are just going video. Oh my God, I'm going to have a video pop on my screen. Like a call drops out in my headset. That's not the case. Mm -hmm. It's going to be right. you accept it. Right. And I think it's the education part that is probably lacking. Yeah, you know, there's going to be people out there who say, well, I'm never going to ask for it to be popped well, in here. So then you're not even using the technology that you have, but, but that would regardless be of that with, with quint i will tell you that when when i worked at ecom center our biggest thing was they were giving us all these new consoles and big monitors and all this other stuff and our desk couldn't even hold the damn thing so <laughs> wood holding it up so. <laughs> which, is, yeah. which is still and that still rolls into that technology conversation we're having so it's not even just the software and it's not even the studies running in the back it's a lot of times it's even the hardware it's like yeah. the number of monitors it's the yeah. number of applications we're now looking at and the size of the screens and you know all the other things that are happening as well and that's just a complication for not only the 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 ability just to be able to hold that but for somebody to be able to view and look at everything that's going on in a reasonable manner it's i think just, that's what happens though you got management in some places that want the technology they're like oh let's get it let's get this yep. and, that and get this but then they don't prepare the infrastructure to handle that stuff yep. hell i was thinking about one time using macrame to make like a hanging thing to put the monitor up there because it was just yeah they want the shiny new toys <laughs> yeah <laughs> but but i want to go back to something that quinn said because i think and and it Honestly, not a slam to anybody on this call because we've all been in the industry for, let's just say, 20 plus years each. <laughs> so, so we're, okay, she we're, just told us all old, but okay. Yeah. So we're looking at this with our tenure in the profession. But Quint was talking about the new people coming in. And when you think about um, that transition. And we've all seen those, those new people that come into our center and we tell them, okay, don't get emotionally attached. We don't care about our callers. We just got to do this and this and this and this. No, you can't have your cell phone on the dispatch center floor. No, you can't do all of these things. So we're taking their technology connection that they have in their daily personal lives and now putting them in an environment that says, nope, there's this thing that's going to ring. You've got to pick it up and communicate in a way that you're not used to communicating because that's not what young people do. They don't use a phone to talk to someone. So I think there has to be a recognition that for those who are taking over for us, mm -hmm. they are looking at this from a completely different perspective because if their mm -hmm. kindergartner can send them a video of what's happening on the school grounds yeah. for us to now say, yes, we have that technology, but we don't want to use it because we're so scared. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I think yeah. there's that balance. And, and I think that's really the challenge that is going to be faced with management, with yeah. all of these people who are yeah, because, 
Well, and management's going to have to have to also balance what we were just talking about. The people yeah. who've been there for 20 years, the people mm -hmm. who've been there for 10 years, and the people mm -hmm. who just walked through the door. And that sure. is going to be a little bit tricky. One of the CAD companies a few years ago showed it, one of the national shows, they were showing some beta technology. And for their mapping system, they were using touchscreens, right? Like your mm -hmm. phone. Like you could zoom in, you could swipe, you could move. And it was like, wow, it was like interface on your Google Maps, right? I thought this was the coolest thing in the entire world. I came back the next year and talked to them about it. I said, where did that go? They said, we put it out for beta to test on people and people hated it. Nobody wanted it. I was like, what? <laughs> like, how yeah. is that possible? It, and it was all the old school people. They just want a mouse and they just want to do things the way they know how to do things, right? They didn't want to deal with it. Well, as somebody, yeah, how, many, school... how many times have you been into a com, com center and they have like for their radio system, they have a touch screen and no one uses it because they mouse everything. Right. Oh yeah. yeah but I mean, I, we went from DOS, a DOS based cat. <laughs> to a, I know it seems like really so long ago. But... What, year, what year was that, Doug? That was 2012. So that was when the command from, prompt was really. We weird. went from uh, DOS to Windows, and we lost a lot of senior <laughs> people that were quitting, saying, "I'm not going to relearn a CAD." And I'm like, "Do yeah. you have a computer at home? It's the it's Windows, man. Come on." Mm -hmm. So like, much. If you can, if you know DOS, out. you can know anything. Yeah. Hello. I mean, that was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, yeah. yeah, that was the best technology that launched the Apollo. So it's like, yeah. but it goes <laughs> back to having options. Quint yeah. mentioned yes. people who didn't embrace it it was uh the old geezers basically with the, <laughs> the zoom in the touch screen yeah. one we had a touch screen phone in one of the offices we had for teletype operations when i remember they had to wipe the screen so many times oh touch yeah, screen yeah just was not yeah. was so imperfect it was just like, yeah. let me just go back to a mouse kind of thing so there's yeah. there's that particularly if you're sharing stations with yeah, different I'll people on the ship yeah um but the other they just wear and tear but the other thing is options. I can either choose to have it touch or I can use my mouse to right. what I'm used to. It's the same thing like a CAD or a phone, a CAD system. Mm -hmm. Some of us but, are mouse-driven. I like to click on things. And as you can I'm tell, not, I'm command-driven. You just like, put me on a command line and I'll get that stuff done quick. So it's having those options for both mm -hmm. people. And for the people who are coming in, it's not just young people. Yeah, It's oh, new no, people. Hard. Mm -hmm. It's people on sometimes second or third careers, believe mm -hmm. it or not. That's so true. it's not just them saying, um, oh, you know, we're taking tech, not to slam, but just to add on to Leslie's point of, oh, we're taking your technology away to YouTube. Even folks on a second or third career are just as tied, can be just as tied to technology yeah. before coming in. And to them, it's, gosh, I have to do all that plus some? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> right. As you can tell, between staffing, technology, and everything else, and mental health facing nine to one centers, this conversation truly could go on a long time. We hope oh, we yeah. get some interesting <laughs> tidbits of information during our podcast time here, and we hope you continue to listen to our episodes on any podcast platform. Make sure you email us at wespeakdispatch at gmail.com and you will communicate with Jill, who's going to give those watching on YouTube a wave right now. Thank you, Jill, for everything that you do as well. And just want to throw out there that we are nearing 28,000 total plays and in over almost 50 different countries. So thanks everybody for listening, making this possible. And thank you to 91 for doing what you do. Make it a great shift. We'll see you in 2024, everybody. Bye, guys.
Watson Consoles is a proud sponsor of the We Speak Dispatch podcast. For more information or to schedule a showroom tour, visit watsonconsoles.com.